You're listening to The Lightwalker's Path with Serena Myers, the podcast that sparks real, raw, honest conversations about what it actually means to live a spiritual life. Serena is a sacred soul mentor who guides people to tap into their heart's truth so they can live their lives with purpose on purpose. Welcome to episode 27 of The Lightwalker's Path. I'm your host, Serena Myers, and this is the episode that almost didn't happen. Today we're going to be talking about obligation, or rather feeling obligated is probably more accurate since there are some things that are like legit obligations that we need to do to be able to exist in this human world, but feeling obligated is this curse (laughs) that we put upon ourselves and that others put upon us with their guilt or uh, our even our own conditioning to be honest and that's what I want to talk about today that um, that sense of needing to do things that you maybe don't really feel in your heart like you're up to doing so I am a recovering people pleaser and um, I really value sticking to my word and being in integrity. Like those are things that are ultra important to me. So when I commit to doing something like, let's say a podcast with episodes that drop every week, it's really important to me that I honor that not from some kind of egoic place, but it's something that I've committed to doing. And I want to honor that commitment. However, what I have discovered within myself, and let me know too, if this is something that happens for you. But oftentimes, I will overcommit myself. And I've sat with that and I've really looked at it. And some of that is still that recovering people pleaser, right? So it's um, not wanting to disappoint anybody or let anyone down. And so you say yes, even though your heart is like, no, or I'm tired, or maybe some other time. So there's overcommitting because you want to people please. And then there's overcommitting because you are avoiding doing the work. How often have you said, oh, I would meditate if I wasn't so busy? Oh, I have this dream of starting a business, writing a book, learning a new skill, um, mastering vegan cooking or whatever. If only I had more time. There are these different ways that we um, use to distract ourselves from actually getting what it is that we want. And being too busy is probably the most seemingly obvious excuse. And so we use that as a way of not doing these things. And so overcommitting is a wonderful way to fuel that I'm too busy feeling within ourselves. And when it comes to committing to something like this podcast, for instance, and I'm going to come back to why I keep talking about the podcast in terms of obligation, because in general, I absolutely love it. But I do want to explain where I'm coming from here. When we talk about this, it's this beautiful thing that is um, something that I love to create. It's something really fun and creative for me to do as a project and as a, an exercise in um, articulating what I know to be true and putting my old radio skills to use. So there's a lot of fun and purpose in there. But here is the thing. When I'm sitting down and I'm sharing with you, I am learning as much as I'm sharing because I'm I'm an oral processor. So as I'm talking it out, I'm recognizing and realizing things as I go. And each episode contains massive growth for me. And um, not just the ones where I'm interviewing people and I'm learning from them. Even when I'm the one teaching, I'm having these realizations as I go along. 
So my ego has made sure to recognize that when I'm doing podcast work, and I do batch my episodes typically, um, that there is growth that is happening. And growth means the ego gets a little bit smaller and a little bit quieter, and it doesn't fucking like that. So it finds these ways of being able to sabotage that. Enter uh, all of basically last month. (laughs) Last month, I launched a free five-day challenge, which was super slamming, so busy and amazing. So good. Um, it was called move into miracles and it's actually available for free now. It's not live obviously, but you're able to go onto my website and, um, access the free five day mini course to do on your own, which is what it was just an incredible experience. Honestly, then I had two weeks of launching due North and all the while that these three things, these three weeks were taking place. I was still posting podcast episodes. I was super active on social media. I was running client sessions and I was developing stuff behind the scenes because I've cooked up some really cool stuff for 2020 and it needs to happen at some point. And I got to Tuesday of last week and realized that I had not batched Wednesday's episode. And I got to this place of obligation of, oh my God, but I said last week, I said, I'll see you next week, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I've posted all over social media that I have committed to doing this episode. Every Wednesday, you'll get a new episode. And um, and even like in my, in my Instagram postings, I had a graphic that was like, hey, did you catch this week's episode, blah, blah, blah. And what I had realized is that I had basically painted myself into the corner. And now this beautiful thing that was really fun and really expressive and had a lot of beautiful soul opening growth for me was feeling shitty and burdensome and uh, not fun. And I made the decision to not air an episode last week. And I cannot tell you (laughs) how much my insides wanted to rebel against that. I still feel guilty you know, this is not something you guys pay for, right? Like I come here and I do this work for free, for fun, for my own growth. Like I said, um, this isn't, you know, I'm not compensated for this time and energy. And yet I felt super guilty. And I started noticing it too. I think it was last week. Um, every Monday in my Facebook group, the Lightwalkers path, I go on and I do a, a weekly energy forecast. I've started doing that for about a month or so. And there was this one day where I was running late and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be five minutes late. And I was pressuring myself to hurry up because I didn't want to be late for a free energy forecast that maybe two people tune into live. Almost everybody else catches it on the replay and that I'm doing just out of the goodness of my heart. And I started recognizing how this sense of feeling obligated was taking the joy out of all the things that I was creating and worse was that I had completely done it to myself. It's not like people were jumping in my DMs and being like, bitch, you're five minutes late. Let's be honest, right? They're just so happy that I show up at all. I would be willing to bet that a whole bunch of you guys didn't even notice there wasn't an episode last week because it was a busy week anyway. It was Thanksgiving in in the States. Everyone was busy between family commitments and um, Black Friday shopping, let's be honest. You know, you guys weren't sitting there checking your your podcast app a thousand times being like, oh my God, Serena didn't post an episode. Is she okay? You guys have your own lives. <laughs> Things are going on for you. So it's so funny that this internal pressure was creating this sense of obligation that was completely non-existent to the outside world. 
and I had to sit with that. And, you know, if I'm, if I'm honest, if I look at my life, it's definitely not just the podcast that this has shown up with. I have moments where I'll give you an example. I have a new kitten and um, we're still managing some conflict between the kitten and my older cats. So he spends a lot of time in his own room and we have to go and like play with him and feed him and like socialize him and whatever. So he's still getting some, you know, human contact and whatever. But on a really busy day, even though my husband, because we both work from home, will have gone in there to visit him. I haven't gone to visit him until the end of the day. And I feel like the hugest asshole. And it's so ridiculous because cat's like, yeah, I'm a cat. If you had a day job, you would be out like in the world and I wouldn't see you until five o'clock anyway. So what's your problem, lady? And meanwhile, I'm like apologizing to this kitten who couldn't care less because he has his balls and his toys and he's fine. How often do we do this with our families where we show up for dinners that we don't really want to be at, where we go through these like social motions because we feel like we have to do that. And like, yes, that's where those external pressures come. It's not always, you know, my neuroses where it's coming from the inside. Oftentimes we do have family members who guilt trip trip us about not visiting or um, who you know are going to talk shit about you if you're not there and that type of thing. And if we cared less about what people thought, and if we cared slash valued more how we feel, I think we would view obligation in a very, very, very different way. So to come back to the podcast, when I just made the decision in my heart that I wasn't going to put up an episode last week, I felt good about that. I felt relief. And I felt like, oh my God, finally, I'm honoring something because that those three weeks were so full steam ahead that it really felt like my life was driving me. I wasn't in the driver's seat at all. I was like holding onto the bumper for dear life. And that sense of claiming some agency within the busyness and the chaos of those weeks really helped me to feel empowered. And to be honest, I almost did it again this week. And then that's why this episode is coming in late if you're, you know, watching my regular schedule. But when I sat with it this morning, I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm actually ready to record today. I'm I'm good to do this. Whereas normally it's like if it's not done by Tuesday night, it's not it's not going up on Wednesday. But it felt right. It felt aligned. And so I felt comfortable to be able to come here and sit down and have this conversation with you. But when we are driven by obligation, when we are holding on to the bumper, the bumper of our car and you know, life or ego is in the driver's seat going full speed ahead, we don't even recognize that we have a choice. We don't recognize that we can just say no. In my family, we have almost all of the birthdays, and we're five kids, we have almost all of the birthdays from October 25th to November 22nd. It is, and then we have Canadian Thanksgiving like a week before that. So we have like back-to-back family things where it's almost every single weekend. And it gets to the point where I'm just like, you guys, I love you, but I can't look at your faces because it's too much. This was more so um, before I stepped back from my family. But in the years leading up to that step back, it would get to the point where by the time it was like the third week with my family, I couldn't do it anymore. And I went into that place of guilt 
or if I forced myself out the door anyway and I went to the place of resentment. So it's not like I was fun to be around. Like nobody wanted me there by the time I'm just some grumpy bitch, let's be honest. But we do this. We deny our own needs for the needs of others, whether they have been expressed by those people or whether we've assumed them. And every time that we do this, every time we put someone else's needs above our own, we start to just shrink a little. And what happens more often than not, sadly, is that this becomes our regular way of being. And then we start to buy into the belief that our needs don't matter or they don't matter as much as everybody else's. How often, if you're a parent, have you eaten a cold dinner because you were trying to get your kids to eat? Or how often were you wearing, you know, threadbare socks and like maybe some old ganky jeans or something because every, you know, scent you went went into clothes for your kids or activities for your kids or running them around. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't sacrifice as parents. I'm just saying that parenthood is probably the biggest example of putting our needs last. So how can we recognize that we're even in this place? Because I've got to be honest, even when you are the most loving, most nurturing, most heart-centered person who feels entirely fulfilled by giving to others, there is a part of you that is like, fuck these guys once in a while, right? No one is that giving all the time. I bet you Mother Teresa still had moments of fuck these guys. So when we get to that place where we start to um, recognize that within ourselves, where we're not actually, even if we might enjoy ourselves when we're there, the ramp up to getting out the door, to honoring these commitments or to doing these things feels really, really shitty. When we just start to feel shitty, period, we need to start examining, like, is this kind of our new normal? I had my human design chart done a few years ago. And um, for me, my my not emotion, like the emotion that comes up for me that is like the most not like me is frustration. So when I recognize I'm in a state of frustration, I know something has gone wrong. And in more often than not, in most cases, it ends up being that I am not honoring myself and I'm doing things out of obligation. And then I have to start to ask myself, like, what isn't feeling good? What would feel better? And what am I willing to do to make that happen? So for sometimes it has to be like, I know if we use my launch as an example, those weeks were super, super intense, but on November 30th, the doors closed. So it had to be a bit of tunnel vision where I cut kind of everybody off for a little bit and didn't really socialize and just got down to business, but it was for a finite amount of time. And that's doable for me. If I know how long I've got to kind of hold out for, I'm okay. When it's not something like a launch or an event or a kid's birthday party or something big that you're ramping up to, and there isn't a finite end a deadline where you can say, okay, cool, that's when it's going to get easier. That's when you have to start looking at your life. What's working, what's not. A few years ago, um, I was an entirely paper and pen planner person. I fucking loved it, I got to be honest. But it wasn't really efficient for client bookings. They needed to be able to book me directly. So I started doing everything on a digital calendar. 
And in doing so, I really lost connection to that part. And then the reason I say that is because uh, even though I take all my notes by hand and I still have a lot of pen and paper stuff, the thing that I wasn't doing was focusing on how I wanted to feel because my last paper planner was Daniela Port's Desire Map Planner. And every day I started off, even though it was sometimes it was automatic, I wasn't like really emotionally tuned into the vibration of these feelings. But every day I started off by writing my core desired feelings on the top of the page. And then in theory, you're using those feelings as like your guiding force so that you're looking at your day and going, cool, these things don't make me feel X, Y, Z. So can I delegate them? Can I um, not do them? <laughs> are they optional? Where am I feeling obligated? And you'll start to notice that you feel obligated when things are taking you away from those feelings that you want to feel. And so I actually ordered one this year because <laughs> I was like, you know what, even though my calendar is entirely digital, if I can just do some like Sunday night weekly planning where at least once a week I'm tuning into my core desired feelings, that's going to really help me to mentally stay on track because I do get so busy. I think my ego's tactic of keeping me busy and feeling productive is probably the biggest thing it does for keeping me from doing my own inner work. I had a girlfriend ask me this week, hey, when was the last time you stopped and took some time for yourself and for your practice? And in the instant, I felt called out. I'm not going to lie. And then I sat down and I thought about it and I honestly couldn't tell you. I was like, when was the last time I sat down to journal? When is the only thing I've really been doing consistently for myself? And this isn't even a spiritual thing. This is just a human thing. But I've been consciously drinking water because I knew I needed it to just be able to maintain the energy. But even though I'm talking to angels all day, every day, I'm not sitting down and just being with them. My movement practice, which was minimal at best, um, has been out the window. And I've been using tools, like energetic tools, like Orosoma and like Sage and Idsids, but they're, I'm, I'm doing triage. I'm doing energetic triage as opposed to getting to the root of the problem, which is that I have been allowing myself to get so busy feeling productive, and I use air quotes there, so that I don't actually tune in and do the work. And that's like not a fun thing to recognize about yourself. The whole point to this podcast is to have these honest conversations. And that is the truth, my friend. Sometimes you get to a place where you recognize that you need to learn the shit that you're teaching. Because I know it in my head, but sometimes I get so busy that I forget to live it in my heart. So that's my sort of blah about obligation. I wish I could articulate it in a better way. Um, but it really felt like an important conversation to have, particularly as we move into the holidays, because that is like peak time of obligation. So recognize it within yourself. Ask yourself, is this for like a finite period of time? Or is this just how I'm living my life right now? And if it's a finite period of time, are you okay to just ride it out? Or do you need to make some changes? And if that is what's going on in your life right now, what needs to shift? Because living life, people-pleasing, overextending yourself, not prioritizing your own needs, that's not sustainable. And you can't just say, oh, it's okay, because once the kids go off to college, it'll get better. It's got to get better sooner than that. You deserve better than that. So 
that is my wish for you, my loves. I hope the rest of this week is a good one. I am batching content, so I can tell you with certainty that you will have an episode next week. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> and uh, we will uh, we'll connect then, heart to heart. I'm looking forward to it.